Welcome to Content with Character, the weekly podcast that'll give you the momentum you need to create content with more ease, clarity, and laughter. I'm your host, content copywriter Emily Aborn, and I'm all about unconventional marketing approaches. I believe in your big ideas, and I'm excited to help you share them in a way that's distinctly you. Every week as I'm harnessing all my energy and strength to go grocery shopping, I first have to do a couple of things. Open my fridge, open my pantry, go through the closets, and take inventory of what I have on hand and what I need. And in my case, I also need to make sure to write down not to buy that salted peanut butter again and that we already have three bags of almonds and don't need another. That's what we're going to do in this week's episode with your marketing, content, and visibility. So grab your reusable shopping bags and let's go. Hi, welcome back. It is so good to see so many friendly faces. Well, technically, I can't see you, but just go with me here, please. Just go with me. Always go with the podcast host. It's good to have you back in my world week after week. I love it. I love hanging out with you. I hope you're starting to feel the same about me. Oh, today we really are going to talk about more ease, clarity, and laughter in our content creation and our visibility efforts because I know it's only the end of September but I am already feeling it. I'm feeling the call, the call to start reflecting and planning and looking back and looking forward. Because between you and me, this has not felt like the year of ease and clarity and laughter in marketing and visibility. So are you ready? Are you ready to reflect, plan, look back, look forward? I'm going to need my blanket skirt for this activity, my hot water and lemon, my hot water bottle, a candle, and a calendar. And you'll get a good idea of what you're going to need to do this activity once we get into it. Now, there are probably more than two, but I'm going to go out on a limb here and say there are two basic schools of thought, okay? There's school of thought number one, the people who love planning and prepping for a new year. They love that clean slate, that clean, that reflection, that pondering, the preparing, the opportunity to start fresh on, on day one, and the opportunity to let things go before that. 2024? They see as a year that holds wonder and possibility and ample space for dreaming. Then there's school of thought number two, basic school of thought number two. Two are the people who do not care. And they say that January 1st is just like any other day. New Year's is just like any other day. And you can start fresh, prepare, clean slate it any day. Obviously, the campers from camp number two, they're not wrong. There's no argument here. It is just another day. And it just so happens to be another day, one that specifically brings me great cheer and delight during an otherwise abysmally cold season. So don't rain on my planning parades. Thank you very much. (laughs) Anyway, this episode is for you, even if you're in school of thought number two, and it is just another day to you because you can take what I talk about in this episode and apply it to any time of year, any day of week. You can start fresh anytime you want. I'm specifically sharing because I'm feeling like I'm getting ready for 2024, and I really love taking a look back at what just happened as I get ready to move forward. So for me, personally, I'm in school of thought number one. I like a New Year's planning planning event, and that's what I'm going for. 
Um, if you are also in School of Thought, number one, you're going to really love this, especially as we get ready to head into the last quarter of 2023 and into the new year. Winter is coming. It's always coming in New Hampshire, I think. But no matter where you like to plan or how you like to plan, we're all going to win here. We're all going to get a car. Yay us. So on that note, on that little setup note, uh, where exactly am I taking you today? Are you wondering? I'm taking you on a journey. I'm taking you on a journey that involves setting aside time for yourself. A day, a week, two hours a day, four a week, a month. This is time for yourself, however much time you need. And I think you're going to understand about what you might like to do. Um, But this is how much time you need that is going to be focused solely We are solely focusing on reviewing, taking stock, taking inventory. We're not going to be creating anything new here. We're just going to be like really diving in and looking at what worked and what didn't work. Of all the things you've set in motion this last year around your content creation, around your marketing, around your visibility, and what I mean by that is networking and speaking and connecting with other people. So we're going to talk about all of those things. This is like a little date with yourself, okay? A little date with just you, just Y-O-U, to take stock, plan, and create. And that paves the way for us to start dreaming about what is to come. Every week, as I shared at the beginning, I have to rally. I have to rally every ounce of excitement and strength and energy in my body to go to the grocery store because I don't always love going to the grocery store. But before I do, I have to do a couple of things. I have to open my fridge and see what we're out of. Now, in my house, that usually is everything by grocery shopping day, like literally everything in the fridge we are out of by grocery day. (laughs) Then I open up my pantry and I check in on, well, okay, how's the olive oil? How's the apple cider vinegar? How are the oats? Do we have popcorn? Because I know that Jason's going to want some popcorn come Sunday afternoon. And then lastly, I have to go through that sort of closet where, you know, like the paper towel closet. I mean, it's not just a paper towel closet, but it's like paper towels and toothpaste and dishwashing detergents and hand soap and bar soap and shampoo. And you get the idea. So basically, I have to take an inventory and I'm sure many of you do too. I have to take an inventory of what I have on hand and what I still need. Now, me personally, I'm forgetful. So I also need to make sure to write down what not to buy. So I need to write down like notes like, Emily, do not buy salted peanut butter again. Emily, we already have three bags of almonds. <laughs> Basically, all the things we don't need because we we tend to buy the, the same things every single week and I will just grab them out of habit if I'm not quite sure if we need it or not. So that's what I do every week before I go grocery shopping. Then and only then, I get my little reusable shopping bags and I head off to the local Piggly Wiggly and get all the new stuff to fill that fridge and to fill the pantry and to fill the closets. I've also recently done this with like my clothing closet. At the beginning of this season, I realized I had lots of patterned and like, like, like a snazzy bottoms, if you will, like statement pieces. <laughs> but I didn't have any like simple, plain shirts that could go with those things. So I made a little list of what I needed in the plain shirt, plain top department. I needed like a nude colored cami, a white cami, a black cami, a navy cami, a navy cardigan, a white t-shirt, etc, etc, etc. And then from there, 
after taking stock, what had holes in it that like maybe I've just worn for way, way, way too long, like that black sweater. And then I was able to kind of like fill in those gaps to make it so that I had a way more simplified wardrobe. Basically, it's like just pat match a cool looking bottom with a plain top and you're good to go. So that's sort of what we're doing today with our content, with our marketing, with our visibility efforts. Now, I've talked a lot about this concept of, quote, CEO days on my She Built This podcast. I have lots of blogs about it. I've talked about how to do one on your own, how to do one and why to do one with other people. And I'll definitely make sure those links to those episodes are in the show notes because I think those are really valuable days for yourself as well. Um, in fact, I often facilitate these kinds of things for small groups and organizations like CEO days for organizations or CEO days for like small groups that you might be part of. So if that's of interest to you, let me know. We can connect on that. I think those are really, really valuable. Those days, CEO days specifically, they're usually focused on behind the scenes stuff, stuff you never really have time to focus on in your business on the day to day. And then in a collaborative setting, it's like really focused on like problem solving or brainstorming or like, you know, yeah, brainstorming, brain picking. <laughs> this is a little different. This, what I am talking about, this taking inventory day, this is a day or like I said, like a week, it's a date with yourself, dates with yourself to review, to reflect, to sit with, to get the pulse of, and to better understand how you want to move forward in your marketing and visibility so that you are far, far, far more intentional. It is a really powerful opportunity to think, to feel, and then to dream as it relates to what you're doing and what you might like to consider doing. So that's where we're headed. I know it sounds fun, doesn't it? It is fun. Okay. And then really, really fast before we dive in, if this is your first time listening and someone passed along this episode to you, first thank them profusely and ask them why they didn't send you my way sooner. You'll, wi you'll wish we met sooner is what I'm saying. Just kidding. Um, but let me introduce myself quickly just so that you can decide that for yourself. I'm Emily Aborn. I'm a content copywriter, host of this podcast, as well as the She Built This podcast. And if you do ever want to learn like way more about me than you probably ever wanted to know, you can just check out my most recent episode of the She Built This podcast because I got interviewed by my friend, colleague, and fellow podcaster, Kim Dawson of the Sassy Strategist podcast. We turned the tables around. She plays hosts and asked me the questions and we did like the super fun host swap. So basically I answer all of her questions, all the questions you didn't even know you had. So guess what? The link for that is also in the show notes. Lastly, on the housekeeping front, I am all about celebrating and thanking people who help me to spread the word about my show. So I want to give a huge thank you to Christy of the Mickey Guru Travel Company, who shared with me that she shared last week's episode on befriending your time with her team, which like totally stunned me and blew me away. So if you are a Mickey Guru traveler, hello. Thank you for listening. And thank you so much for like engaging with the show. And I also think that this week's episode is going to be really, really beneficial to you, especially as like a springboard off of last week. I'm always, 
always for the record, uh, Christy and I had a conversation about this, but I'm always for the record open to coming into your organization and your team and like really crafting something and tailoring something to what your people need. So please never be shy in reaching out to me if you're like, hey, I have a team too and they need help. Um, While I'm at it, Just going to say thank you for everybody who has reviewed the show, and I'm obviously always still accepting listener reviews. I would be delighted if you took a minute before, during, or after to write me a thoughtful and loving review on Apple Podcasts. Okay, without further ado, let's dive in. So what got me creating this episode? Well, it was a few things. Uh, First of all, I had this question pop into my mind. And the question was, Emily, what if you do not need to create anything new in 2024? And I was like, okay, let's follow this curiosity. Let's figure out where this is going. This year, as I shared in my last episode, on just a personal and professional level, it has been a whirlwind. I was telling a friend on a walk last Tuesday, I think it for me and I think for many others that I've been hearing from, it was kind of like this seesaw effect after two years of like us sort of navigating COVID. For a lot of us, we actually got it at the beginning of this year after not getting it. And I don't know, this overall sense of just like, we're breaking free. Um, So a lot of us, uh, myself included, we just decided for some reason that it was time to do all the things, all the things, which has resulted in me personally feeling a little spinny, especially in this last bit here of the year. I'm feeling a little dizzy. So I've drawn some lines in the sand. They're very pretty. And I've put some stops in place because I really need to regroup. I need to look at where I am right now, where I have been and where I'm headed because I've been everywhere like Johnny Cash and I'm I'm just feeling it. So when I say everywhere, I'm referring to two things that I'm talking about today. Number one, uh, visibility and connecting with other people. I did a lot, a lot, a lot around visibility and connecting with other people this year. A numero two, number two, content creation. I also did a lot of content creation, which I'm going to share with you um, why I did that this year, but uh, that was a big, big focus for me. So when it comes to visibility and connection right now, I'm just kind of like taking a minute, taking a beat, uh, assessing realistically what went well, what did not go well, what felt great, what sucked the life out of me. The other thing that sparked the, the idea for this episode is that this past year, I have created a lot of new stuff. Like I said, like a lot of content creation. And realistically, when I'm sitting back and looking at it, I've been creating and creating and creating for five years now. And I want to take a look at it. Like I'm like, I have a lot here. I have a lot. So I want to take a look and see how can I reuse, recycle, bring back to life things I've already done as I move forward and really decide where I want to go. So As I've sort of said, okay, I need to review some things in moving forward, I thought to myself, it probably was a great season, a great opportunity to pass that along and how I plan to go about it to you so that you can do it as well. Now, in order to do this review thoroughly, this is me speaking for me, I need to dedicate a day for myself. I'm going to do a taking inventory day. Um, I have put a date in my calendar 
and it's it's in there already. It's not going anywhere. I'm not taking calls that day. I'm not doing client work that day. I'm not taking care of like nonsensey admin tasks, and I will not be creating new content on that day. What I am doing on that day is focusing on looking at reviewing the past. That's it. Those are the only things. I'm focusing on content marketing review. As I was preparing for this episode, step one was that as like literally as I'm making my outline, I was like, I have to put this date in my calendar. So I did it. I set it in stone. I picked a time in November, which is like the perfect date. And I even had to um, move something in order to make it happen. But I did it. I put it in there and I put in a do not book all day. Now, maybe I'm going to get done before, you know, before the day is done, but that's okay. That that can happen. I don't think that's going to happen, but it may. So the first step for you is to pick a day. That said, some of you are going to work better if you pick a week. If you say, you know what, I'm going to actually focus on this two hours a day for five days, or I'm going to focus on this one hour a day for two weeks or something like that. You pick how you want to structure it. You could even do this for an entire month. You could really realistically probably spend a whole month just focusing on little bits of this. But pick your time frame, pick a day, pick a week, pick a month, and actually put it in your calendar. That is step one. And then do not give that time to something else, to someone else. Like promise yourself, say, a self, I will stick to this. Maybe one other way you could do this for yourself um, is just to like kind of give yourself a little reward at the end of it. Like that could be really fun. Like what's something that would feel really good for you at the end of this sort of day where you can say, congratulations to me. I set this time aside for myself and I followed through on my promise to myself. So that was step one. Step two is we need to actually like structure this day. And I think that the best way to do that is to prepare. So um, you want to make a list of what you kind of plan to review that day. This episode is going to help you do that. You can build this list slowly. So I started a Google Doc and it's called Emily's November Inventory Day. And I'm going to make a list of all of the things I would like that day to consist of and how I want to review it and the questions that I want to ask myself around those things. So I went ahead and, of course, I made you a very basic Google Doc of kind of just like a springboard for you to do this for yourself um, so that you can get a visual. You Obviously, make this your own because you're going to have different things than me, but this is just kind of a visual so that you can see what I'm reviewing and you can start creating this of your own. So here's what I'm reviewing. We're going to dive in briefly on a couple of these and then we'll just sort of wrap it up. Class dismissed early today. <laughs> oh, golly, I cracked myself up. Okay. So on my personal list of things that I'm going to be like looking through, I have two categories. Let's call them columns because that's how I'm going to break it out. So column A, left-hand column, column one, whatever you want to call it. This is the actual visibility efforts this year. In this column is going to go a list of everything I've done this year marketing-wise. 
because you might not even know the half of what you did. And you probably did a lot more than you think you did. So what I'm talking about here is like one-to-one connection calls, coffee chats, groups and organizations, speaking opportunities, networking events, both virtual and in person, other events, podcast guessing, podcast hosting, where you posted your content, masterminds you ran, et cetera, et cetera. So this is actual visibility efforts this past year. Column two is going to be column B, uh, the right-hand column. This is content creation, content created that you want to go through and sort of um, find the nuggets, if you will, find the pieces. So that's going to include your your actual website copy, blogs, LinkedIn articles, emails, social posts, podcasts, workshops, speaking engagement, podcast guessing. Hey, here's one, things you didn't say that you wished you had. So like that little... uh file folder of things you never ended up sharing. So real quick, I'm going to dive into these columns and break them down for you. You can do this on your own. Like I said, you can have this little checklist, this little checklist in the show notes. It will literally just say checklist. It will just say inventory checklist. Um, And it's going to be very, very primitive. It's not pretty. I can assure you that. But it's a Google Doc, so you can just print it out and check, check, check as you go through. Um, But here's what is going to be on. So we're back to column number one, that left-hand column. These are actual visibility efforts. And here's what I'm talking about as you go through this. So Let's start with like one-to-one connection calls, coffee chats. Who were they actually with? I'm going to go through. And from the beginning of 2023, I will list out every single coffee chat I had. Who did I have it with? How did we meet? Where did we meet? What notes and thoughts do I have? What was the result of the coffee chat? What was the purpose of the coffee chat? Like anything I can remember about those things, I'm going to go through them all. It will also show me that there may be somebody I need to follow up with and reconnect with. Maybe I'm just going to circle their name. I don't know. I don't have, I don't know how I'm going to do this yet. I'm just saying what I'm going to do. Sometimes we have those connection calls, those coffee chats, and it's just not a good connection. But then we say yes to the next one. And then we say yes to the next one. And we say yes to the next one. And then you find you just keep on giving your time to all of these coffee dates. Maybe they even are brain picking dates. Like, has this ever happened to anyone? I actually had two coffee chats at the beginning of 2023 where They just wanted to quote unquote pick my brain when they got on the coffee chat. And then when we scheduled the next one, they picked my brain again for free. So why did I keep on going back? That's what I'm going to ask myself. So this is my, this is kind of the point of why we're doing this exercise. Like where am I actually giving my time and attention and efforts to? And is it, is it really feeling good to me? Is it really worth it to me? So The next one is like those groups and organizations that you're a part of. Like, what are you signed up for? What are you putting effort and time and energy into? Maybe even list out like, when do they meet? Do you have time for this? Do you have time to put into it in the way that you want to? Um, There are some things I'm thinking about for next year. And I know that I have to do a little bit of research into cost, meeting times, etc. So I would also add that to this list. This might also include for you, Facebook groups that you run or offshoot communities or book clubs, things like that, or like weekly um, meetings with your with your mastermind or uh, weekly co-working times that you have, all of that kind of thing. Um, speaking opportunities. This is either self-hosted or other hosted. Any workshops you did, presentations, keynotes, panels, I don't care what it is. 
Where did you speak this year? Write that down. Networking events you attended. Again, where were they? Who hosted them? Who did you meet there? Do you need to follow up with anybody from that? Did you, Was there value to it? Do you want to go back to it? Um, so write those networking events down and then any other events like where were they hosted, value from it, what did you put in? If it was your event, time, effort, money you made, money you spent, et cetera, et cetera. Podcast guesting. Uh, this is an important one. Which ones did you feel like were maybe aligned? Well, well aligned, either audience or host. Which one were not? Which one was, which one did you share about? Who might you need to reconnect with and see if you would make a good repeat guest for? How did the pitching process go for you? Are there any that you might have like hanging out there pitches that you should probably follow back up on? So this is an opportunity to look at your podcast guesting efforts and list it all out. Same with podcast hosting. You can look at topics, all the topics you covered, topics that landed, topics that didn't, guess that went well, guess that didn't, guess you might want to have back, guess you will never invite back again. Um, and then where you actually post your content. This is part of your visibility efforts, meaning like the platforms. I want you to list them all out. Instagram, Pinterest, LinkedIn, blogs, email, social, YouTube, podcast, a Facebook group. Where do you actually show up? Because chances are you're probably doing a lot and it would be very, very helpful to get a like real uh, view on that with like your two eyeballs, right? And then lastly, just like any small groups that you ran, um, which I kind of included above. So that's where you're going to look at all of these individual visibility efforts. And once you have them all down, it's going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot. And I want you to ask yourself realistically, like don't sugarcoat it for yourself, okay? It's just you. So be honest with yourself. What went fabulously? What went fantastically? What went eh, just okay? What did not go okay? What went awful? What went absolutely terribly? What will you never, ever do again? And what would you do again? You may also have like a maybe. You may have like, I'm undecided on this. I need to think about it. I recommend asking yourself and also writing down the why for each of these two. So my reason for this is because if it's written down why you loved it so much, why you didn't like it, you will remember it next time. So this way, when they ask you again to speak at XYZ, you know why your answer is no. Oh, nope. That's the event where someone stood up and said something that was completely misaligned with my business values. Or that's the event where, I don't know, I lost my lunch because it was so stressful leading up to it and I hate traveling. So anyway, the reason for, for asking yourself why and writing down the why and so you remember why your answer is yes, why your answer is no. Example, again, from the grocery store, the reason I don't buy salted peanut butter is because it makes my mouth dry all day. The reason I will not go to that networking event is because it was a frat party disguised as a business after hours. You know, you get the idea. Um, but what I really want you to look at here is was it worth your time, your money, your energy, your emotions, your efforts, and also the things that were not, like writing those down. 
And like I said, you can also have a I'm not sure yet, I'm undecided bucket. Um, I'm going to create a, col- uh, not a column, but like a piece of this, which is like, okay, what am I considering for next year? as it relates to my visibility and marketing and content. What might I need as part of that to make that decision? What do I still, who maybe do I need to ask questions of? Do I need to set a time side, set aside time with Emily Aborn to chat about my strategy if I'm trying something new? So that was what I, what I would focus on for column A with your visibility and your content and your marketing efforts. Like I said, this might be a day, two days, a week, etc. Only you can determine that for yourself. But I would, you may also want like time in between to like put that down and come back to it and re-examine it and add more thoughts. Um, I definitely do recommend writing this down, either typing it or putting it in your journal or in a notebook, just so that you have it all properly documented and like a place to keep track of it. Okay, and then going back to column B, this is where you're going to look at like what content is actually created, what platforms you're actually posting on. Website copy, podcasts, blogs, social, workshops, speaking engagements, podcast guesting, emails, reels, TikToks, you get the idea. All we're doing right now is looking through it. We're just looking at it. And with each of the places that you're creating, each of the places you're posting, uh, Facebook groups, you're looking at what went well And what doesn't feel like it's working? And if it doesn't feel like it's working, why? And if it went well, why? So take note of anything that really stands out, anything that got, you're like, oh, that got a lot of engagement or that was super fun to speak and share about. Um, Anything that sucked the life out of you and just felt like a total waste of your time and energy, places people are not engaging with your content at all, Um, yeah, so I want you to get it all out. And then I want you to be really honest and evaluate a couple things. What do you maybe need to let go of? What can you use in a different format? So thinking if you did have a podcast and you just like crushed it in a certain area or with a certain topic, could you maybe turn that into a workshop or, or vice versa, turn the workshop into a podcast? If it was an email that you just got like tons of replies and opens, okay, well, what was in that email? Could you turn that into something else? I also would encourage you to ask yourself what kind of content you like creating, Uh, what kind of content you really do not like creating. Maybe you even dislike it to the point where you just procrastinate and never, ever do it. Where are you generating content just to simply generate more? What are you considering adding in the new year? What information do you need before you do? Another question is, can I just repurpose something that already exists? Do I have anything that's uncreated? Those things may be in your Google folders or however you like to, to, maybe even in your notebooks. Do I have anything uncreated, unshared that needs to be brought to life and, and shared? So at this point, You can probably understand that in our little taking inventory session, we're not creating anything new. We're just taking stock. We're just understanding what we have and we're thinking about it and feeling and asking questions. And then we can determine what we may maybe want to consider to add in moving forward. And we can ask ourselves questions around that too. As a content example, 
and some of the questions I'm asking myself around it. This past year, I took a SEO copywriting course. It was nine months long. It was extremely thorough, led by our fearless leader, Erin Alilla of the Talk, Talk Copy to Me podcast. Now, during that nine months, we generated a lot of content. And I want to say for me, it was almost three blogs a month, maybe maybe three to four blogs a month sometimes. So our goal was that we were like experimenting and implementing and we were practicing. Like the best way to learn is to just like practice, right? So we were implementing what we were learning right then and there. Now, I have a little like blog post spreadsheet and I have 37 to date for this year that I wrote from scratch. So that's a lot. And that is also how old I turned this year. So maybe I just need to like stop. I'm probably not going to stop. Um, with these blogs, I have a lot of options to consider. Most of these blogs, I haven't actually broken them down and turned them into social posts. Many of them I haven't actually shared. Uh, many of them don't have a podcast or a workshop designed around them, but they could. Many have like extra stories that I could be sharing in my emails or on my podcast. So there's a lot of potential in those already created blogs. And not for nothing, I actually was talking this afternoon to somebody I was doing a podcast interview with this week. Like I said at the beginning, I've been creating content for like five years now. So if I just sit down and take stock and take inventory, there's a very good chance that to answer my own question from the beginning, do I really need to create a lot of new stuff in the new year? I shouldn't really have to create too much content for a while. And I don't think that in many instances we actually need to because I think that there's a lot of power in repetition. And I think that we can say many, many things in slightly different ways and sometimes even in the exact same way. I think that we can say things many, many, many times before they end up landing and sticking with people. And I am all about like reducing our workload when it comes to content creation, not making it more complicated and more challenging. So like, how can we look at what we already have? How can we take concepts from our existing content and develop it into something new? Or maybe just, maybe it's just an invitation literally that we need to share it for the very first time ever. Um, your own website is another good example of this. There's already so much content on your website. Like even if you don't have a blog? Have you ever just looked at how much words are on your website? How many words are on, on your website or, or like on your LinkedIn bio? I mean, there is so much. So in closing, I think this, I think that we are fed a lot of information about the importance of creating and generating and churning content out. And I think that sometimes we need to actually instead pull back and say, why? What is the purpose behind all of this that I am just creating and churning out? What can I actually just let go of? Bye-bye, bless and release. See you later, Felicia Alligator. What can I reuse? What can I refresh and make new? What can I just improve 
instead of creating new. Like some things maybe just need to be fine-tuned, right? So that is where the inspiration, the idea for today's episode came from. And I really want to encourage you to make that commitment to yourself, to put it in your calendar, whether you want to work on this slowly for a couple days, you want to carve out a whole day for it, a week, a whole month to review, reflect, where have you been? And how did that go for you? Um, I keep promising myself year after year after year that I am going to simplify and streamline in my business. This is all I want in life. Like, honestly, this is all I want in life. A simple, small, successful life that I'm very, very proud of, and it is not complicated and complex. I want relationships that aren't confusing. I want friendships that aren't confusing. I want a business that is not super complicated. I want something that feels really good each and every day I wake up to build it with people that want me in their lives building alongside them and vice versa. People I want in my life building alongside me. So I believe that the way to do that is to start with this review and then to really let go of the things that get in the way of simplicity, the things that are bogging us down and overcomplicating things. Like I said, I may, I, I decide this year after year and year after year, I just let those intentions slip away. I erode them. I do end up complicating. I do end up confusing or getting confused or getting stuck in situations that I, I knew were not right for me. And I said, yes, anyway. And I give nods when I should have shaken my head. No. And just to like lighten up the mood here, because I know I'm getting a little dark and deep. It's like bringing home six more bags of almonds when you already have three on hand. None of us want to be doing this. And I, I really, truly want this for you too. So because my my desire is for you to feel so excited and so good and so passionate about what you're doing and how you're sharing it in that way. Because that's what marketing and content, that's what makes it fun and exciting. Like I don't want you to have marketing and content that you're just dreading and it's like a pain in the ass. I want it to be the very most fun, best creative part of your day because you are just sharing it in a way that feels good and it is what you are excited about and passionate about. So, whoo, okie dokie. On that note, back away from the podcast microphone, Emily. I really do want to invite you to set this time for yourself. Download my little inventory list in the show notes if you want. Like I said, it's not pretty. Um, but do please, please, please tell me if you decide to hold this space for yourself because I would love to know if, if you're doing it, first of all. And I also want to know when. That way I can like check in on you and hold you accountable to it. Um, one final note. Nothing in these episodes that I'm ever able to that I'm able to share is ever super tailored or personalized for you. Namely, it would be impossible for me to record many. I would have to record many, 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 many versions of the episode, and I would also have to understand every single challenge and struggle that you're individually facing. So. That said, I absolutely love connecting with you one-on-one -on -one to walk through your strategy, your systems, your content creation, your messaging in a way that's really, really unique and feels really, really good for you. And I would say that 
my highest potential really comes out to play when I get to do that, when I get to work with you and help you explore some of this for yourself. So tap into that potential, please. Uh, Tap into the well and let's connect on your stuff. There is always a link to my strategy call in the show notes. You can always also reach out to me if you're like looking for something a little more specific, but I just want you to know I am here for you and I'm here to make it tailored and specific to you. Um, Next week, I think we're going to chat about something kind of hard, a hard pill to swallow, if you will. And that is what happens when you put your heart and soul into something and it fails and it flops. I was kind of like thinking of like October and how it's Halloween and scary. I don't really like scary things. So I thought it could be fun to talk about something scary or something spooky. Uh, So we're going to start off with that. We're going to start off with something I was always personally afraid of, and that's failure Um, and what I've really learned from it and what to do when you fail or when you flop. I recently did a podcast interview swap, as I shared at the beginning, on my She Built This podcast. And what I actually didn't get into in that interview was all of the times I failed, all of the various ways that I have failed. And don't worry, I'm not going to get into all of those times in the next episode. I'll save those for our next one-to-one coffee conversation. But I would like to share with you a couple of them that stand out uh, as failures or flops and talk about realistically, like, where can we go from here when we fail? Where can we go when things don't succeed? So I'm keeping it light over here, right? Am I right? We're having fun. Everyone's smiling. Everyone's laughing. We're having fun. Okay. On that note, see you next week. And don't forget to check twice before bringing home another bag of almonds. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Content with Character. If you loved the episode, please make sure to subscribe to the podcast, rate, review, and share it with someone else you know it could help. For more content and visibility tips, visit my blog at emilyaborn.com. And be sure to connect with me on Instagram at emilyaborn. I'd love to hear how this inspired you to take action.